0: I want somebody good, and I mean very good, to plant that gun. I don't want my brother coming out of that toilet with just this dick in his hands, all right?
1: Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life Podcast and we've got two very special guests today for all of you who love Criminal Minds and we know that there are a ton of you. We are here with Joe Montaña and Kirsten Vangness. Welcome guys. Hi. Hi.
2: Thank you very much. The
0: fans, Bonnie. The fans. The fans They They love Criminal Minds. Thank you guys so much for coming.
1: Your thirteen seasons and the fourteenth. You've been renewed for the fourteenth. Yes,
2: we've shot already two hundred and ninety-nine episodes. So we'll open o season M fourteen G. with number three
1: hundred. Wow, that's incredible.
3: Yeah. I, I think that our our show has some sort of addictive not some sort, of, absolutely has an addictive <laughs> quality. I've I've heard from multiple people who watch it that when a marathon comes on and once you, you've sort of watched all the seasons. Uh, it's sort of like you can plug right in like oh oh oh, this is the one where the and they really get drawn in and and I think what makes our show popular is you've got this peppering of uh, the the community of, of the, the, that the team has with each other and then we go off and solve crimes And so you always kind of get that little fix of like oh look they're all having oh they're all having dinner together. look how well they get along the FBI team and then let's go what someone lots a leg. You know, this guy's a cannibal, and then, wow, well, look, right. look, but someone got a new cat. Yeah. It's like that. That's our show. <laughs>
1: Go from cannibals different. to cats. Yeah. yeah,
2: but there's lots of different themes. I mean, obviously, there's, we have had episodes that have centered around some sort of child abduction, but it be, it it runs the gamut. I mean, you think of the crime, and we've probably explored it. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it's it, 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 uh, a quite a potpourri of of. of Criminality. Criminality, <laughs> yeah. exactly.
3: All kinds of different things that make a person do weird stuff we have explored.
0: And you're like the home base, like on the computer hacker, right? Yes, They're correct. always like, oh, uh, Google me this. And you, exactly, you, you that's what right I do. The I, I can
3: enhance a thing. Enhanced, enhance, I, enhance, enhance. So. Enhance, 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 solve a crime with a... And you're quick.
0: You just geolocate everyone. I am
3: basically, Garcia's like Gandalf mixed with (laughs) the Tinkerbell, mixed with, like, she's all of the things, yeah.
0: Anytime there's a plot problem, they just... I am,
3: yeah. The the, you know, in school, in 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 acting school, you only put the Deus Ex Machina, you know, which is when God comes down, solves all the problems. That's what she does. So like they're at, they're at, they're they're caught in the middle of like we don't know how to solve this. Ring ring! I have all the answers. This this this. She like tells all of it. Snappy music plays, which makes you. Quite lovable. Just among like, like people. real life.
0: Do you, yeah. <laughs> do you do that thing where you can like hack into any CCTV camera all oh, absolutely. over the world? Like, oh, I can. I got a camera on hack that right into now. That, well, she's find, got like yeah. four or five. You have like four
1: computers
3: well, I have always one, set up. One, two, three, four, five. I have at least six at wow. any given time. What's actually
0: in? on those computers?
3: Well, I got to tell you that they have a on one of them. There's a screen where there's a piece of wood. And a baseball next to the piece of wood, and then numbers. We, I have been studying that piece of the wood <laughs> now for a decade. I haven't. We haven't solved it. I feel like we'll, we'll eventually we'll do an episode about that, and also this. What's it supposed to be? It's just it's just a graphic that oh, they have. It's a, just a piece a, of you know, wood, <laughs> and also with what we use sometimes for mug shots is we'll use people who work in other departments. So the art department will just take pictures of themselves being criminals. So I will often be scrolling through people I know at work. They're. Pictures and things, um, yeah. So there's there's all kinds but of. Things I, know, but screen. I will
2: say our tech people are really diligent and really do the homework. And oh yeah. We have because I direct some episodes and when we have these meetings and we have to discuss what goes on those computers because the camera sees is is on it and you're seeing it. And yeah, and no, it looks good. Digital. It's got to be You can't. You can't use, in the old days, you could put Latin up there and nobody would know the difference because it's so small. But now they're actually showing what's going on, and it has to make sense. And so you really have to, like, go through the crime and go through, okay, what kind of information would she be – would Garcia be seeing here? What's the – Where is it documents from this person's past? Is it their – is it their driver's license? or their birth certificates? Is and our this, writers' assistants at work write those. And every little line is, yeah. is correct, you know. And that that, that there's some real effort put into that. what's the
0: software though? It's not like Windows ninety five. You're <laughs> no, running you know, she's No, right? using, it's
3: like, she's using your Linux. You know, she's Linux. going in okay, and doing her own thing. Yeah, yeah. But the the whole the whole desk is sort of like uh, what started happening because I was just supposed to be two lines in the first episode. So then when they brought me in one more time. I thought, well, I want to put something there that I can feel kind of safe. So I put my grandmother had this little candy dish and I put this candy dish on and then I came in the next time and I put a bottle of lotion and then I came the next time I put a little weird pen and I thought well when they fire me I'm going to have to come back and get my stuff and then I could ask for another job maybe in a different department so I started to do that and it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and then I would do a play and someone would come to the play and they would hand me a pen and then it started getting more elaborate someone would make me a pen and people would mail pens so the whole desk is like it's like like a little art installment filled up with stuff from fans and whatever, but it's ten years worth. So the lotions all dried out. None yeah. of the pens work. It's 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 strange. This, it's so holder. the
1: kind of your real life has invaded your desk.
3: Well, no, it's her, it's her thing now. And I got to yeah. tell you, one of the most high tech. One of the, if you notice when Garcia's typing, you'll see these flashes. I have these, and is it your hands that are typing? It's my hands are typing. You, they, they did you know how to type? I don't know how to type at all. Garcia does. I know because it looks like you know my, what you're down doing. Down by my hands, I have these two rubber light up frogs that I got for about 99 cents each and when you push them they light up and before every take i push my frogs and then i start to type and they light up and they shine against my hands and they make make it look like and then they add like beep beep boop 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 and then you the frogs so anytime you think that there's this computer stuff happening it's really just these light up frogs and then the boop, no, boop, a those mouse are too, inside right? secrets yeah there's a mouse it's, there... it's old school she's got some old school stuff okay. in there
1: Okay, so let me ask you now in terms of your storylines, like how much is comes from like real life FBI cases and and how closely
2: do your writers like work with FBI people?
3: We have an FBI advisor runs the gamut.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, some some there have been episodes that have been pretty close to real incidents that have happened, obviously. And others, are just fragments of the writer's imagination. But what's, but there's hardly anything that they could think of that that you know the the, the FBI people will tell us. Oh yeah, well we've seen that, or, <laughs> that's happened before, or that kind of thing. And as Kirsten said, uh, we have one guy who's been on our staff from day one, who is a former. I mean, he he's very much like my character because he's an Italian American. He was he was it was with the behavior analysis unit for like twenty plus years, and he's now um, you know been with the show right through that. And we've access to to the FBI... In, in, anytime we want. Any oh, really? Other aspects well,
1: so what is it? Is their PR department works with you? Is it their behavioral
2: they love, they love
3: analysis how we, department? They love how we represent yeah. them. So it's, they come visit.
2: Yeah, it's both. It's all those things. I mean, yeah, I think they do. They do like our show for that reason, because I think they know we respect it. and We kind of, you know, look, you, you take theatrical license. Yes, we do solve crimes in 44 minutes and, <laughs> and they usually take a bit longer. But uh, I've been to Quantico numerous times and I see how they really operate. And we really try to get as close as we can to the, 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 the way they do it. Like our roundtable room, they have one. I mean, it's, it's more rectangular.
1: Is that in this particular unit that you're in, they have a roundtable? Well, the
2: behavioral table? analysis unit does have, it's a, it's a long rectangular unit, but it's very much the same kind of a deal. And the process is very much exactly the same. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, like I say, I think that for that reason, they've been very uh, appreciative of that.
1: Well, I think it's listen. It's great. It's great PR for the FBI because you guys are like clearly very dedicated and uh, and very driven. Like what what are they? But what are the real FBI? They're people actually like? more.
3: They're actually they look exactly like superheroes. I mean, I've throughout the years multiple times they've come and and visited and is it men and women? Men and women. I, I and the the integrity is. Palpable. I mean, smart and strong. The gun show. I mean, the the just the musculature on these people, and the the and just to hear them talk about experiences that they've that they've gone through and things that they've accomplished and and what they've given of their life it, it is is extraordinarily brave, and we're lucky to to play them, but they're, they're really incredible people. It actually, it's, it's gotten my hackles up when I hear them getting a hard time because I've seen, you know, I, yeah, yeah. you've seen
1: it firsthand their dedication. Well, I'm really glad that you're saying this because, you know, they've been getting a pretty bad rap lately. that must get you worried. Like we're worried and all
3: kinds of things. You know, my mom was a public school teacher for, she's just recently retired, but for like 50 years. I'm positive, and my day job was I was a school teacher for a long time. I'm sure that there are plenty of- In the of public school? Public you, school, public yeah. school, yeah. There's there's a couple of bad teachers every once in a while, and I was a sub for a long time. Yeah, there's a couple, of course, in every job. There's a couple of, of wackadoos in every single job, but overall, that particular job takes a certain amount of of fortitude and, and strength of character that would be imp- really, really difficult to to uh, to keep under wraps around a whole group of people that are also full of integrity and 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 these incredible backflips. Everyone's
0: investigating everyone. Did you guys see that video though of the FBI guy at the wedding though who did a backflip yes. with his oh, gun on? Oh my god! And it yeah. fell out of his pants, and yeah. he shot. He tried wow. to pick it up, and oh. he shot
2: someone in the leg. Yeah, he did. All the oh, and then he raised
0: his hands up like, "Oh my bad, my yeah, bad," and just walked dumb. off the wow. dance
2: floor. Yeah. Too many cocktails at the wedding. Oh, my yeah. Lord. Yeah. he had
0: it like he had the, the gun tucked into just the back of his pants. Yeah, well, it wasn't so a even even
1: for. FBI agents, not a good idea to mix alcohol and guns. No, yeah, no. Sweet maybe. backflip, though. But listen, I think it's really important that you're saying this, and so all of you who are listening, these guys, Joe and Kirsten, they know real FBI agents, and they are of fine quality people. No question, no yeah. and Absolutely.
3: patriotic,
1: right? Oh, Incredibly.
3: God, yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like you can't. I, 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 yes, 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 and yes. I <laughs> just, I, yes.
2: No, I just recently in Los Angeles, about over a month ago. They, once a year, they have a memorial service at the. This was FBI headquarters, in Los Angeles. They do a memorial service to honor all the fallen FBI agents that have fallen over their whole history, and I gave the keynote speech for that. You go to a ceremony like that, and they literally take the time where they ring a bell and they have one person take that person, well, a, a, a thing of flowers, to this little uh, kind of a monument, and they lay it down, and they read off the names of every FBI agent that's been killed in the line of duty since its inception. They're not just doing it from like what's happened in the last year or five years. And, and so they take that very seriously, and then you start to realize you know, these some of these people have given their lives yes. for, to try to keep us safe. Right. You know? And not just us,
3: as as you've as you've explained, like they they make sure that we as Americans are safe when we're not even in America. Like they do other stuff around. I know that you've learned from your yeah. Tell us about
2: that. Well, I mean, just you you go to Quantico and you realize that the FBI there is not only there for for law enforcement, the law enforcement that they do in the United States, but they are any country on this planet. Can call them and ask for their assistance, and they and they grant it. So in other words, they, they and if you see the the the, the complex at Quantico, it's like unbelievable. They have a building that's, that's like the main, a, FBI main FBI headquarters. Main FBI headquarters is on a Marine base in Virginia, and I mean it's like this 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 place is. You see the different departments, or like the, they deal with DNA and the chemical this, and the nuclear that, and the the weaponry here, and all that, all the different departments. But this is open to. I mean, if, if Scotland Yard needs help, or if some you know. Uh, wherever any law enforcement uh, organization throughout the, the planet they can contact the FBI and the FBI will will assist them
3: and that's you know they're passionate about justice. They, they
2: are the good guys. Yeah. They really are. Did you so,
3: guys see
0: Mine Hunters on Netflix recently? the The new series. Mine
3: Hunters is. You know what's funny is my, our our show creator Erica Messer, our show, executive producer Erica Messer, uh, a, a few years ago had thought, oh, I have this idea. We should do the beginnings, the beginnings of right. uh, of the FBI. <laughs> she yeah. Pitched it. And they were like, nah, uh, but we'll let you do one episode. So me and her actually wrote an episode, right. and it's the episode where uh, you might. End up seeing it on on We TV. I don't know if that's one of the ones that they're going to show, but you might see it. But it's it's an episode where uh, one of the characters, Gideon, played by Mandy Patinkin, is is found dead, and we did. A, let's go back in time to the beginning of the BAU. So we did that actually. And well tell us before mine when happened.
1: was the beginning of the? Just so for our audience who's listening and doesn't of know the BAU, what yeah, is this? that's like Seven the start of the FBI. Oh no, no, the behavior analysis unit, analysis okay. yeah. unit which yeah. is yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you you had,
2: it, they, they had yeah, a, a young actor play my character and the young actor play Mandy's character, and you so that you should kind of show that we were because basically my character is loosely based. On John Douglas. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's why my character David Rossi is an author and a lecturer, and that he retired from the FBI and decided to come back. Right, right. So he's somewhat loosely based on that. that That's interesting.
1: So you guys, like, I I think this is really important to say that you know, because people think about police as being law enforcement, but they don't always think about FBI because most people don't see, like, we don't see FBI agents on the street, and. I mean, you don't have any fears that it's going to go under with the kind of attacks that it's getting right now. No, they're, they're,
3: they're, and you know what's, they do the coolest stuff. The other day, uh, right before we had had wrapped, uh, they had uh, some of the technical analysts from the actual Quantico had said, "Can can we? would you mind doing a a thing for us? We have to do a, we want to do a video where we show how anyone in law enforcement, cops, if they need to use VICAP, which is a which is a it's a database tool that anybody in law enforcement could use if you haven't been able to figure out you know who your bad guy is using just dna there's this database where you can put in okay this is this situation this is what happened this is the date it happened this is the and it'll it, it, as much information as you can and it's this database that will help narrow narrow down stuff and you both Put into it, you put your information into it and you can also use it to search stuff. It's sort of, I mean, it's not really law enforcement Wikipedia, but I'm calling it that right now because I'm not in the law enforcement. I'm, I have an acting degree. Um, but, (laughs) uh, my point is they were like, can you, can you do this? And I said, sure. And so I'm, I'm reading this, I'm reading off of a teleprompter and the real technical analysts are there and they're, they're, all they're doing is they want to share this with the cops and be like, if you can't solve a crime, Go to us. We can actually help you. And it's amazing just to like, look at all that. Like what? Oh, this it can do that. And that's and all the all the data that, and all the people that they've helped. They are uh, such uh, supporters. And, and, and a lot of times. Uh, yeah, it's 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 really but I think a lot of times people with a lot of integrity, people with true integrity they will get, people will say stuff about them, but always pay attention to the ones that have so much integrity that they don't need to gnash their teeth to push against it because they know their worth. They know you don't need to, you know, there is the, me doth protest too much is there for a reason. There's, you know, my mom would say that to me when I said, I didn't eat that because I did. Also again, when I was
2: (laughs) recently, when I was at this LA FBI headquarters, they, 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 uh, they had a little brunch before we did the ceremony and they singled out this one guy. And they said, oh, we want you to meet this guy. And he was just like he was one of the FBI agents and he was very unassuming. But, you know, as, as Kirsten said, just, the, you know, just looking at him felt like, OK, this guy you know, has an important job. They said he's the guy that without getting a lot of fanfare of it, who was tracked down. It, was, it made, made all the news a few months ago about somebody had submitted through one of those ancestry DNA kinds of things. Yes. How they sent in the DNA. Yes. Now, he was the guy that appeared to him that something blipped on one of their things, that there was a match of somewhere enough that made him dig into it, dig into it, dig to it, and traced it. Through all this information, right? This it just happened, right? Just yeah. Happened, yeah, yeah, and realized that he was the guy that was responsible for finding this guy who committed this murder, like thirty something. Right, years the Golden ago. State Killer, the yeah. serial killer. Wow! Right. So you met the guy? I met the guy who, who put they, it together. Who the FBI credits as he is the guy that basically made this happen. And like, this is not really, you know, in, in, in probably in the press they just said, oh, due to efforts of the FBI, this happened. But they, they, the, the guys that I knew there at the bureau were basically telling me. This is the guy that stuck with it. This is the guy that wouldn't let it go. He was like a, or, you know, a dog with a bone. He said, I'm, you know, there's something here. I'm just going to keep digging and digging. And it just it didn't happen overnight. I mean, it took a long time to dig through it because it, it was – you had to follow all of this kind of trace evidence and whatever it may be and do all of this computer analysis. But at the end of the day – it worked, and, and it was, you could just see the guy was a fairly humble guy. He was kind of like sheepishly accepted their congratulations or them introducing him to me. It made me think, you know, you know, we, we don't get enough of that here. No, these
1: these people work behind the scenes, and even your characters. I mean, it's not like you're getting parades. You're kind of quietly <laughs> your we get characters. To be on <laughs> <Life>. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> your characters are solving these important crimes.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: There is a controversy about that though, right? Like if we all do these DNA profiles 23 and me and there's genetic evidence at the scene, they could you eventually the FBI might be able to just go into a, a massive database that has everyone and if it's set, that person is related to you, they can find it that way, which is how they found this right
1: the mm-hmm. okay State so killer, Gino right? you're you're saying don't do any of history of yourself in case you commit a crime
2: well, that's just, a good point so I don't think it should be allowed third uncle did <laughs> I'm, I'm
3: saying <laughs>
0: yeah. we could all end up in this database but I mean that's like,
3: the thing but that's the thing where you're talking about but you're talking about a group of people that does have integrity I think they do have access to a lot I mean my
2: hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th Do you want to tell people the big news
3: right, I'll do Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch.
2: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
3: They have access to a lot of information and I I think that the nature of the people that are drawn to that job, they do not abuse that. But that's not the
0: checks we want on our system. It's just like hoping that the FBI is full of only good people, right? Like there has to be something more.
3: Yeah. Well then we get into like a philosophical discussion of like, well, I hope that our politicians are great. I hope that our teachers are great. I hope that our parents are great. They're not always, but most of the time, You know, if if we if we all stay in community with each other, we are going to uh, we're going to influence each other's behavior.
1: So um, you you write for the show and Joe, you direct what makes each of you decide like this is something I'd like to write or this is an episode I'd like to direct like what speaks to you personally?
3: Do you get to pick?
2: Well, you don't really get to pick, but what you can do, and what I've, I've emphasized, at least in terms of the direction, and I, and I tell the writers this, is that I tend to lean more toward the shows that have more of a personal aspect involving our characters in the sense that I figure we've been on 13 seasons. The fans are have, have, have you know, made this time and commitment to watching the show all this time. They want to know... A lot of what's going on behind the scenes. They know they're going to get a crime. So the the crime to me becomes of less importance than it is that secondary story. In other words, we have this crime, but what's going on in AJ's life at the time? What's going on in in Garcia's life at the time? To show that just as in real life, this is what you do for a living. But what's going on when you leave leave work here and, and how does that even affect what you do for a living? How do you not?
0: direct yourself? Do you like, Joe, I, I need more from you in this yeah. scene? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do. No, I mean, I, my, my history
2: or my background is from the theater. And so when you've, for the first 15 years of my career, that's all I did was theater. And so when you're doing theater, you have no, you know, reinforcement. There's no, like, oh, let's check the tape and see how I did, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, so when I'm directing, at most what I'll do is if it's a fairly complex kind of a scene, I'll have my stand-in just walk it uh, uh, a rehearsal just so I can see what it looks like. So in other words, okay, that's what it looks like. And so now that I just put myself in there, but I have to just trust that what I'm doing in terms of it, my acting is, you know, it's and he's an extraordinary
3: same. director. He's the kind of director that when he's directing, you just feel I don't know. You feel like so. Re- it's this weird mix of like the night before, I freak out because I want to make sure I really know my lines because I want to <laughs> do a really good job for Joe. But you're there and you feel completely, Joe the <laughs> Yeah, no, but you just feel completely relaxed, completely rest because no. you're in very good hands. And he's he's directed. You know, he's he directed a movie for goodness sakes. He just directed a play. So I mean, this is like well, I don't get to pick. I just get told. If you're lucky, we'll let you. Yeah, but you've written some of the most. I co-write. I co-write all of. I've co-written them all with our uh, our show our showrunner Erica Messer, and she is a a really good writer and very good with structure. And I'll get frustrated. Why Why do we have to end the second act? in a death I want it but you have to because of commercials or whatever <laughs> yeah remember and, those constraints so, we're yeah. constrained. so constrained. i bring i bring the weird stuff and i get to i get to come up with weird scenes and um and she helps with like no this ha- we have to do this and we have to do this and the episodes i've written have usually had to do with characters leaving um so three of them were the one where mandy Patinkin's character was written out of the show. Uh, one of them was uh, we started an arc about uh, Spencer Reed, which is Matthew Gray Goobler's character being put in jail, which was this big long arc thing. So we kind of knew we had to write that. And then we wrote another episode where Shamar Moore's character was leaving and we knew we had to write that. This last year we didn't have a thing we had to do and it was really great. And since we've done so many shows about uh people getting murdered because someone wanted to murder them we we made the bad guy quote unquote um uh the opiate crisis so we still had a, you know people doing bad things but it Top was all point. under the reason why it was happening was because of you know this ep- this huge epidemic that's happening all over the country but uh, a lot of places very close to Quantico where where our, where our show is based so um yeah so that time we got to actually pick the thing we wrote and it was pretty satisfying Joe
0: speaking of um Extraordinary directors, or should I call you Joey Zaza? Mm-hmm. You also worked with Francis Ford Coppola in Godfather Three. Yep. So many things to talk about there. I mean, Pacino's in that. Like, they didn't get all the cast back for that movie, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like being in the the trilogy there?
2: Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty monumental. I mean, we shot most of it in Italy too, and and and, yeah. and much of it also right here in New York City. So. Uh, just being part. I remember my first day on the set. It was that we I started shooting in Italy, and it was at Cinecitta Studios, and I'll never forget. There, there was going to be this one of the opening scenes in the movie is that is a is a party they're throwing, and and they and they hired a band to play at this party, so the the band was rehearsing the music, as I got to the sound stage. So I literally flown in the the day before I show up. I push the door open, you know, soundstage doors are huge, so, yeah. so obviously to be soundproof. As I push the door open to enter the soundstage, I hear the band rehearsing and they're playing da, 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 da,
0: da,
1: <laughs> the da,
2: theme. And I'm thinking, oh no, I'm not at somebody's, like, Theme birthday party Like my my cousin Guido's Theme birthday party I'm actually on the Soundstage Of Godfather 3 And they're playing That music And it was like That's what it hit me Like okay One way or another I'm going to be part of You know Cinematic history Just being part of That trilogy So that was That was pretty Gets your attention You were also
0: a villain too Was that enjoyable Being the bad guy
2: Well, I mean, you know, it's enjoyable being bad guys. It's enjoyable being good guys. I mean, I've done them all. I mean, I I play, and then I've played Fat Tony for 28 years. I've even played a funny good guy or bad guy, rather. Uh, Well, I guess how you look at it, some guys think he's He's a good good guy. guy. He's a good guy, Fat Tony. But anyway, there's, I, 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 I love what I do. I mean, I I feel blessed that I've still like what I started doing in high school, and and whether it's a good guy or bad guy, if it's written well. You know, that's the key. I mean, if it ain't on the page, it ain't on the stage. And if it's written well, well
1: like, it's good. Sorry. I just like one of you brought up, you know, you've been doing this a long time and you've been doing this show now for uh, 13 years and 20. 11 years. 11 years. So what is it like, though, to inhabit a character for that long? I mean, does it feel like second nature? Does the character start to have more of you? Or is it very easy to separate? Or does the character start to influence you so you start to become more like them?
3: No. Well, we're neighbors. I always say me and Garcia are sort of neighbors so she does things very similar to me. Her intentions are different. Like I talk really fast when I get scared. She talks really fast because she's confident and has all the answers to everything. But I used it as a workaround because I got stage fright so much when I first started. And sometimes I still do. But, um, I, I think it's neat because you're, you have all these other people. You've got the wardrobe and the hair and the makeup and the writers and, and, and me. And so it takes all those. And then, you know, they're lighting it and sound and all that. It takes all these different people to make this character. So at any given day, I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole experience of like, oh, they're going to put me in that. Oh, why would she wear that? Okay. Oh, they wrote down this. Well, why? Oh, I didn't know this about her. I'm learning a new thing about her. So you you, you it's a build. And, and now it is to the point where like if I put on a pair of Garcia shoes and I'm dressed like Garcia, like there's this way she stands that I don't stand. And she puts her little foot, you know, one of my foot, she's kind of pigeon toes. So there's like a thing she does. I don't think anyone ever sees it. I know she does it. But I always like, and sometimes, like if I've been working all day and then I had to go, like go out to dinner that night, I'll be like, oh God, I'm standing like Garcia. No <laughs> one else notices, but I'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Who are you? yeah,
1: yeah. You are I, turning into her. And I, and
2: I got some good advice early on because I'd, I'd mainly done theater and then was doing motion pictures and hadn't really done any series television. But when I started doing it, uh, some advice I got was that if you're going to get on a series and... Of course, you never know what the longevity is going to be, but there's a chance that you could be playing this role, and as it turned out, it was true, for a very long time. So if given the opportunity, pick something that you can hopefully relate to for a long period of time. And so for that reason, I purposely asked to play him as an Italian-American, and I purposely incorporated aspects Of that, he he enjoys cooking, he enjoys certain kinds of music. He enjoys, he's, well, I've I've only been married once, but his character, the characters have been married three times, but I I, I dated quite a bit (laughs) in my youth. Women women love him, which is true. (laughs) But but all I'm saying is, I've drawn on that so that that way it wasn't so far afield, David Rossi, from what, let's say, if Joe Montana would have decided, you know, 13 years ago to become a member of the FBI, there might have been a lot of overlap, at least in terms of. Who he is, what his character's like, and what is even his whole his whole makeup would be like. And that's good, as opposed to if you pick something really uh, off feel like you say, like with a movie, you could say, Well, I'm only doing it one time. I think I'll play him as a as a you know, a one-eyed Swedish sea captain or something. And you know, you <laughs> do hard. it and you, you experience it and you find, but then they say, oh, no, no, keep doing this for eleven years and all of a sudden you're going, Hi, I'm the Where have I gotten myself into? Joe, I appreciate you're out
0: here representing Italian Americans positively on the law enforcement side the side of the good guys we're not always gangsters right we're n-
2: they're not always criminals. That's intentional, too. I, I have, I've purposely tried to balance the scales because I've played my 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 share of those guys. But for that reason, that's why when I did a series called First Monday, where I was a member of the Supreme Court, I asked it to be Italian-American. When I did the series Joan of Arcadia, I asked for that character to be Italian-American. He it was a police chief and a father and all that. And I asked it for the same thing with for Criminal Minds because I do believe in that. I feel like people tend to stereotype Oh, absolutely! Uh, basically all kinds of things, whether nationalities, races, whatever it may be. <laughs> (laughs) So given the opportunity, my feeling is, look, I'm not going to shy away from it and say, oh, no, I'm never going to play a gangster because that puts Italian-Americans in a bad light. Look, there were a lot of Italian-American gangsters. That's the truth. Okay, fine. I might as well play it rather than have some Irish guy do it. I'm going (laughs) to do it. it." But on the other hand, I'm also going to show, but he can also be a surgeon. He could be a judge. He could be an FBI agent. and so on. So we like pizza, but we like other things
1: too. But you know, I think this is a really important, this is important because we know how much pop culture shapes mindset. And so being out there playing a good, uh, Italian American, uh, American who is a law enforcement agent, I think is great because yeah, there is that stereotype. Like stereotypes are really big. Um,
3: now you just mentioned your, I can't, I should say that as the, I'm half Italian and, and me and Joe are the two people that one day, during the show went outside to light some wrappers of some Italian cookies on fire Yes, we did, and, and defaced his trailer. So <laughs> we, that's we do your do Donald hijinks. Too. We are, we are known for our hijinks for You're the culture. Haughty. Yeah. Now,
1: okay. So you've been in Hollywood. You've been in this job for 35 years or are you married oh, 35
2: oh, no, years? I've been, I've been, I've been married 40, wow. well, no, 44 years, but wow. I've been a professional actor. Next year will be my 50th year.
1: So what is the secret of keeping a marriage going in
3: Hollywood? You have to have a gorgeous, <laughs> smart, delightful wife, like yes, that, that, That's
2: certainly a big part of it. Yeah, I think a lot of it is too. We, you know, we, we've known each other a long time. She's been with me for the whole ride, and it's been great. In other words, she she it wasn't always it wasn't always criminal minds and doing interviews and things like this. You know, she was there for for the, for the rough part. And if you can get through those times, I would say, getting married, any relationship, long relationship, it's like being on a roller coaster. And that roller coaster's gonna come whipping around some turns that get a little bit scary, and there might be an impulse, oh my God, this is getting scary. I think I'll jump out. But I think what ultimately happens is you jump out of that roller coaster and you jump into another yeah. roller coaster. So if you get if your reasons were good in the first place, when you got on there and you thought, This looks like it's gonna be a fun ride, then you gotta go through the bad the, the scary turns as as well as the other stuff. And if you can do that, the ride tends to smooth out and you start to really appreciate it, and it certainly has for me. So because I'd be lying if I said, oh, no, it's every every minute's been, you know, p- 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 roses and rainbows. But if you if you, you hang on as we did and it's it's been great and still are still are. We've got two beautiful children uh, We're or adults now. And and it's uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't change anything. Joe, Aww, you have that's a so nice you, that is you. You have a really long
0: IMDb page, though. When you and your wife are just chilling, watching TV, flipping around, I'm sure you come across your own stuff because you're in so many
2: things what do you do in that moment oh there's there i am do you sit and watch a little bit no well sometimes what normally happen is i'll say Oh, yeah, that was that film I did in Spain. That was good. I remember the caterer there, they were serving <laughs> rabbit <laughs> and, and how weird that was. And so it's more of that. It's less about the product right. than it is about the experience. And I mean, I think it'll probably be, even be the same with Criminal Minds in a way, because when we look at episodes and stuff like that, sometimes I'll come across and you'll just realize. Uh, You'll, you'll just think more of the relations That was the you had episode the we set those
3: can- those cookie wrappers on fire. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So now, now Kristen, are you getting married? No. You're not, not no, my, 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 no, no, I I know isn't like, what's weird about what, what's weird about, uh, having a public job is that things happen and then, and then they make announcements and then something else happens and those something else, sometimes they don't make an announcement. So then people are like, Oh, there's this about you, or there's this about you, or there's this about you. And in, at that moment it's true, but in a different moment it's not, which works great. When you're watching a show, like if it's syndicated on, I don't know, WeTV, and you're watching maybe, I don't know, on Saturdays and Mondays, uh, then it's great because you can be like, oh my gosh, there's Garcia. And in this moment, frozen in time, she's this. But in real life, it doesn't translate as well. Hey, it's
1: Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
0: we report on a lot of this and that here at Hollywood life, Bonnie,
1: that's right. Well, and listen, your fans, um, you must do, how do you manage your fans? Because, and you're going to have a lot more of them. They're going to be tuning into this marathon. Like, do you guys get interrupted at dinner? Like, how do you deal with them? They're, because you've got rabid well, it's, fans. Well, it's been
2: tough here in New York. I mean, it's every, almost every stop we make, there's there's a, a horde of people waiting for us at the door. And I, I swear, I always wonder, how do they know? How do they know? Right? We're yeah. going to be here. Well, we didn't and, tell anybody. Well, no. Well, but, but it's just funny. And then you'll go to the next stop. And, and a lot of times, it's the same people. The, yeah. they, they, uh, they get faster transportation than we do. Yeah, it's weird. it's weird. And just make it a point to be there. But, you know, that's it's a public profession. You have to, exactly. you know, and if you, shy, if, if you try to negate that or say, oh, oh I, have, oh I hate this like, Keep keep away from me. You get too negative about it. Then I think you're almost in the wrong business. You yeah. got to gotta, this is a little give and take. They I mean.
3: didn't watch the show we wouldn't have a
1: job. Yeah. So very good point. And just to make sure you don't have your phones with those tracking devices for exactly, right them. Exactly. Well, listen, it's been so fabulous to talk to you and to learn about kind of behind the scenes on the show and that the FBI, you guys know the FBI, they're really good guys. And we are very excited about the marathon that is currently on WeTV. tv Saturdays and Mondays, Criminal Minds Marathon. And do you know when uh, you're starting to, sh- you've already shot some scenes? We haven't for shot episode? anything before, no, oh We'll start okay. again
3: in the middle of July.
1: Okay, so we can look forward to that uh, in the fall. Yeah.
3: Right.
1: Well, thank you. And thank you've you. got to come back and talk to us again. Yeah. Thank okay. Thanks.